from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig with details. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Hey, y'all. Eve's here. We're doubling up today with two events in history. One from me and one from former host Tracy V. Wilson. On with the show. Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson and it's September 17th. The Camp David Accords were signed on this day in 1978. The Camp David Accords were officially titled Framework for Peace in the Middle East and Framework for the Conclusion of a Peace Treaty between Egypt and Israel. And the preamble to the Accords really sums up why they were being pursued. It goes, quote, After four wars during 30 years, despite intensive human efforts, the Middle East, which is the cradle of civilization and the birthplace of three great religions, does not enjoy the blessings of peace. The people of the Middle East yearn for peace so that the vast human and natural resources of the region can be turned to the pursuits of peace and so that this area can become a model for coexistence and cooperation among nations. Those 30 years of warfare that are referenced in the preamble started with the United States' decision to divide the Palestinian territories, which were at that point controlled by Britain, into two states, Israel and Palestine. This followed World War II. The Partition Resolution, as this was described, was announced on November 27, 1947, with the division taking place the following May. These two states that were outlined in the resolution were about the same size, but their borders were a weird interlocking tangle. 
Parts of each state were nearly surrounded by and cut off from the rest of it by parts of the other. This would have been a complicated border to try to maintain under the best of circumstances, but these were not the best of circumstances. The rest of the region did not want a divided Israeli and Palestinian state, and war began almost immediately. After Israel proclaimed its independence on May 14, 1948, five Arab nations invaded, and in the aftermath, Israel occupied some of the territory that was supposed to have become Palestine, and other nations occupied other parts of it. This separate Palestinian state that had been part of the partition plan wasn't established, and Palestinians became stateless. Then, after the Six-Day War, which spanned from June 5th to 10th, 1967, Israel occupied Egypt's Sinai Peninsula along with the West Bank, the Gaza Strip, and the Golan Heights. Basically, Israel now had a lot of territory that weren't part of this original partition plan at all, and Palestine still did not formally exist. That's when the United Nations unanimously passed Resolution 242, which was an attempt to secure peace in the Middle East. According to this resolution, Israel was supposed to withdraw from all the territory it occupied after the Six-Day War, and the resolution also called for, quote, respect for and acknowledgement of the sovereignty, territorial integrity, and political independence of every state in the area and their right to live in peace within secure and recognized boundaries free from threats or active force. But by 1972, none of the things outlined in that resolution had happened. There was not an acknowledgement of the right to exist, basically, of the other states in the area, and negotiations were at a total standstill after many, many attempts. President Jimmy Carter invited Israeli Prime Minister Menachem Begin and Egyptian President Anwar el-Sadat to Camp David, the presidential retreat in Maryland, and they negotiated for 12 days with the president using one document, going back and forth between the two leaders with more than 20 rounds of revisions after attempts to have the three of them negotiating together broke completely down. The final accords outlined a process for Palestinian self-government in Gaza and the West Bank, along with actual steps for a peace treaty between Egypt and Israel and a process for similar peace treaties between Israel and its other neighbors. The peace treaty that Israel and Egypt signed in 1979 had a lot of the same elements that the accords had, Although this was a turning point for relations between Israel and Egypt, this was, of course, just one element in the ongoing warfare between Israel and its other neighbors. And it was also only one element in Israel's relationship with Palestine, along with a whole lot of other pieces to this still very complicated and unresolved puzzle. The accords were and continued to be controversial including the fact that they affected Palestinians without actually involving Palestinians in their creation. Thanks to Christopher Hasiotis for his research work on today's episode, and you can learn a bit more about this in the September 9th, 2009 episode of Stuff You Missed in History Class, which is an interview with Jimmy Carter about these negotiations. Thanks to Tari Harrison for her audio work on this show, and you can subscribe to the Stay in History Class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Tomorrow, we have the consolidation of a tremendous empire. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast 
is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Today I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Welcome to This Day in History class, where history waits for no one. The day was September 17, 1925. Mexican artist Frida Kahlo was involved in a bus accident that she survived with major injuries. The accident changed the course of her life and deeply affected her artwork. Frida was born in Coyoacan, Mexico, in 1907. Her mother was relatively conventional in her worldview, while her father supported her curiosity. Frida was super close to her father, but she was more distant from her mother, who dealt with depression. When she was young, she had polio, which affected her right leg and gave her a limp. She also developed an interest in art and began sketching. In 1922, Frida began attending the National Preparatory School in Mexico City. Her goal was to study medicine at a university. There, she encountered progressive thought and people in the literary community. She became known as a prankster, and she wore indigenous jewelry and clothing. It was at this school where she met artist Diego Rivera. 
But on September 17, 1925, she was headed back home from school on a bus with her boyfriend, Alejandro Gomez Arias, when the bus ran into a trolley car. Several people were killed immediately in the accident, and more died later from their injuries. Arias only had minor injuries, but a piece of iron went through Frida's pelvis and back that had to be pulled out of her body. Her shoulder was dislocated, her collarbone was broken, her right leg was broken in 11 places, and her spine was also broken in several places. She had surgery and stayed in the hospital for a month, then spent several months at home in bed. Over the course of her life, she underwent as many as 35 operations. Though she aimed to become a medical illustrator, she was in a lot of pain and decided to drop out of school. While she was in recovery, she spent a lot of time painting. Her mother even bought her an easel that helped her paint in bed. She used an overhead mirror to paint self-portraits. During this time, her relationship with Arias ended, but photographer Tina Modotti introduced her to a community of people involved in art and leftist politics. She soon became reacquainted with Diego Rivera, and she joined the Young Communist League, which Rivera founded. In 1929, Kahlo married Rivera when she was 22 years old and he was 42. But their marriage was rocky. They both had affairs, many of Kahlo's with other women. Frida and Diego separated, divorced, and remarried. She also had a miscarriage and several pregnancies that were medically terminated. But throughout their turbulent relationship, they continued their artistic practice and continued to express their political views. Frida's self-portraits viscerally depict her pain. Her art is known for being dark, emotional, and symbolic. She made most of her artwork in the 1930s and 1940s, but she didn't get her first solo show in Mexico until 1953. That was years after her first ever solo exhibition in New York City in 1938. She had to be in bed on the opening night of her exhibition in Mexico City, so she went to the show in an ambulance and stayed there in a bed that was set up for her. A few months after this, Frida's right leg had to be amputated because it was infected with gangrene. She died on July 13, 1954, officially of pulmonary embolism, though there has been speculation that she died by suicide. There is now a museum in Casa Azul, Frida's home in Coyoacan. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If there are any upcoming days in history that you'd really like me to cover on the show, give us a shout on social media at T-D-I-H-C podcast. Thanks for joining me on this trip through time. See you here in the exact same spot tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 